0: Welcome to Ed Talks, an audio podcast presented by Achieve Minneapolis in partnership with the Citizens League. Ed Talks is a lively series of community conversations about public education and related issues that impact our young people. Each Ed Talks features two compelling short presentations by cutting edge educators, youth advocates, students, artists, or community leaders. Ed Talks is supported by a generous grant from the Bush Foundation. This EdTalks is titled, How PSEO is a Game Changer for High School Students. Our featured speakers are Asiya Brown and Zeke Jackson. Asiya Brown is a sophomore at the University of Minnesota, where she's studying sociology of law, criminology and deviance, and Asian and Middle Eastern studies, with a focus in Arabic. She serves on the board of People for PSEO, where she works to connect more students to PSEO through outreach and policy work. Zeke Jackson is a junior at the University of Minnesota, majoring in finance and political science. He serves as executive director of People for PSEO, working hard to inform families about PSEO, lower barriers to PSEO enrollment, advocate for strong PSEO policies, and build a statewide PSEO community. As high school students, ASIA and Zeke participated in PSEO, taking college classes and earning credit at no cost. Now both are University of Minnesota students and leaders in people for PSEO, a nonprofit that works to increase visibility about the many benefits of PSEO and increase participation, particularly by students of color. ASIA and Zeke believe that PSEO is a powerful tool that can help break cycles of poverty close education disparity gaps, and reduce student debt. They will share their personal experiences of PSEO, how the program helped them find their voice and become more confident advocates, and the importance of lowering barriers to access PSEO and ensure that students succeed while they are in the program. This virtual ed talk was live streamed online on January 20th, 2022.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Assia Brown and I'm a sophomore at the University of Minnesota, currently studying sociology of law, criminology and justice. I'm also a part of a nonprofit called People for PSEO and I'm the communications chair there.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Zeke Jackson and I'm a junior at the University of Minnesota studying political science and finance. As the executive director of People for PSEO, I'm working to raise awareness of the PSEO program and to articulate a future in which the PSEO program is a tool for workforce development, for decreasing inequities in Minnesota, and for increasing the autonomy of students. Being a student is hard. Not only do we have to figure out what we want to do with our life, but the cost of making a wrong decision is rising every year. This is especially true for students in Minnesota, where we find ourselves at the forefront of a growing student debt crisis. As a nation, we've spent years debating how to effectively reduce the cost of college increase post-secondary attainment rates, and bridge inequitable education gaps. But perhaps the solution is hiding right under our noses. The Post-Secondary Enrollment Options Program, the PSEO Program, not only helps students like us cross one of the biggest barriers to college, the financial cost, but also provides an opportunity for personalization, creativity, and freedom at a level that simply doesn't exist for most students within most high school classrooms. As a student from rural Minnesota, PSEO dramatically expanded the number of academic opportunities that were available to me. So, I learned about PSEO in ninth grade, and it was completely by accident. An older student was taking an online PSEO class, and I thought it was totally crazy that it was even possible to be in college and high school at the same time. Little did I know that PSEO was free, that I could do it in person or online at almost any college in the state, or that PSEO would come to define the rest of my teenage years. Really, PSEO is such a good deal that it almost seems too good to be true. Every year, PSEO students are saving themselves a total of nearly $60 million. So, why do so few students actually make use of the PSEO program? Every year, there are more students in Minnesota who fail an AP exam earning no college credit, then there are students who actually take a class to the PSEO program. The reality here is that despite the benefits, there are a lot of barriers that prevent our state from using the PSEO program as a free college model. What could PSEO look like if we went all in, and what do we need to do to get there? At People for PSEO, we see a future in which PSEO is widespread not only because it's popular with students, but because it's strategically used by our state. Properly applied, PSEO could be a catalyst for a more efficient education system that saves both students and taxpayers money. There are a lot of barriers out there that prevent students from earning a post-secondary education, and we see PSEO as a critical tool to reduce risk and accelerate timelines for students and families. We see a PSEO that gives students the autonomy to personalize their education by cherry-picking courses offered across dozens of educational institutions. With PSEO, we could send tens of thousands of students across Minnesota to earn an AA degree without our society spending a single extra cent on tuition or books, without putting more youth into debt. But we don't. Why not? Making room for PSEO requires a public reimagining of the purpose of PSEO. Some of us have a weird conception of it, the idea that PSEO is only for the smart kids, when in fact our communities depend on the education of new teachers, new doctors, new mechanics, welders, construction workers, and engineers. And PSEO can serve as a direct pipeline that helps our students get a head start on a career that matters to them. If we can agree that PSEO has the potential for so much more, we can begin to have a conversation about what it takes to actually get there. Innovative and flawed, one of the biggest barriers to the expansion of the PSEO program is the law itself. We have an education funding formula that incentivizes school districts to minimize their PSEO enrollment. And we have a gag rule that prevents colleges and universities from educating students about the PSEO program. Those are just two examples that prevent some high school students from ever learning about the program. High schools also have a role to play whether it's unfairly weighting other dual credit courses over PSEO or implementing policies that contradict state law. Colleges can be part of the solution by creating the infrastructure for PSEO communities and lifting unnecessary eligibility requirements. Overall, the PSEO ecosystem is weighed down by undue complexity and a misalignment between the priorities of our state, high schools, and colleges. These are all issues that needed to be addressed and fixed in order for PSEO to undergo a sustainable expansion. For
1: me, I learned about PSEO through my high school that fortunately supported me and students doing PSEO, and through my older sister. As an alumni, I'm so glad I participated in it, and I have never regretted it. And now that we know the complexities of the PSEO program, how do high schoolers themselves experience it? Well, just as the program itself is complex, so is each student's experience. For me, I really appreciated the doors PSEO opened for me. There were so many more communities I could connect with and subjects to explore at the University of Minnesota. And it also head started my journey in pursuing my career goals in a way I couldn't have done within the walls of my high school. I want current and future high school students to have this opportunity as well and a part of making that possible is by recognizing the barriers I and other former PSEO students faced during their PSEO years. Take the story of alumni Zeke, for example. For many PSEO students, they make new connections at their colleges while staying connected with the friends they already had at high school, and that was the case for him. When he wanted to attend his high school prom, however, his school initially didn't allow him to without making him pay the fee for students not from his high school. Additionally, consider the story of another former PSEO student from Fulton, Minnesota. This student wasn't even allowed to use the computer labs in her school, which was a very necessary resource. These two stories highlight a major problem. Due to a lack of communication, high schools sometimes don't think high schoolers are still students at their school once they enroll in PSEO. And as a result, PSEO students end up being punished. I was lucky enough to have a very supportive high school, but there are many more drawbacks P- that PSEO students face due to the program design alone. For many, including me, PSEO takes away resources, such as transportation and access to food during the day. You need to get to and from uni- the university yourself, and if there is no university nearby your house or parking is extremely expensive like it is at the U, you're on your own. Additionally. You can say goodbye to breakfast and lunch every day if you depended on the school for meals. And considering that 36.6% of all MN high school students have free or reduced meals, this barrier alone could be something that turned a large number of students away from PSEO completely. Looking a bit more at the bigger picture, it's important to see why PSEO and discussions of school choice and accessibility to PSCO are even necessary. Something most know of especially those currently pursuing higher education and recent alumni, is the student debt crisis. It's prevalent nationwide, but is especially bad in Minnesota, with the state ranking seventh in highest student loan debts. As you can see, the median debt for just associate degree students for debt holders is $15,000, and that ranges to 37,000 for those pursuing master's degrees, and these are just the medians. Another statewide, Issue we are facing related to education is the achievement gap, and this can be seen in this chart. Here, you can see the large racial disparities in high school graduation rates from 2019, with there being a 12 to 25 percent difference in graduation rates between white students and their student of color counterparts. With all this information about educational and financial issues Minnesota faces, how does PSE relate? What can be done? And where do we want to be? PSEO relates because it lowers debts for students in obvious ways and increases likelihood of graduation for all students. And with accessibility increased, this will translate to lessening the graduation gap further. How do we make this happen? PSEO is another tool the state has for disrupting cycles of poverty and helps lessen that graduation gap like I mentioned. For reasons like these, it's important that PSEO policy is adjusted to reflect the experience of PSEO students and allow more to participate. Luckily, I was able to be a part of this change through People for PSEO and ended up testifying in front of legislators during my time as a PSEO student. That experience really taught me a lot and I would have never imagined doing something like that before PSEO. With work like this, we can hopefully go from the point we're at now to a PSEO program that is much more accessible to and known by students that it can benefit the most. Knowing all this, how can we work to make the necessary changes needed?
2: And for me, it was joining people for PSEO. Our goal is to expand opportunities for all Minnesota students through the PSEO program. We spend our time communicating about the value of PSEO, fighting to lower barriers to enrollment, and creating community for all PSEO students, alumni, and supporters.
1: Finally, what can we take away from everything we've discussed today, and what can we do? Well, firstly, there's no question that the PSEL program in Minnesota is an extremely important program and tool for high schoolers that gives a much needed head start on post-secondary education and career exploration. This is why it's so important for it to be more accessible for as many students as possible, especially those who come from lower socioeconomic backgrounds. With more of this accessibility, students are able to advocate for themselves in a better way. And when these students advocate for themselves, it's the job of everyone else, including educators and policymakers, to listen. I'm hoping with the work I do with people for PSEO, it'll produce better experiences for PSEO students in Minnesota, and one day in other states as well. Thank you all so much for your time.
2: Thank you, and please reach out to people for PSEO if you want to help.
0: Ed Talks is presented by Achieve Minneapolis in partnership with the Citizens League. Thanks to our generous sponsor, the Bush Foundation. For more information on Ed Talks or to watch Ed Talks videos or listen to audio podcasts, visit AchieveMPLS.org.